Hey everyone, and welcome to Table Dive, a tabletop RPG review and actual play podcast where we explore many different systems and after a little bit of hands-on time with them, give you guys our unprofessional opinions. With the holidays upon us, we opted for something a little on the lighter side with Capybara Capers. Hey, welcome back. We are going to dive into our review of Capybara Capers now. It's a pretty simple system, uh, not a lot of rules to it, but we're just going to go through our thoughts on it and uh, let you know what we think. So our first, we usually try to go through the manual or the system. In this case, it's just two pages. So what do everyone think? I think this one, this because we've played other small page games before this one also only being two pages i feel like there was a lot of stuff like everything there was no rule that i was like man i wish there was more room for xyz like i feel like they put everything you would need on these two pages yeah and the order is really good too yeah like it's perfect the way it goes through it that it you don't have to jump back and forth, even though it's only two pages, so it wouldn't be much jumping. But everything's in the precise order you need. Yeah, you like you could probably actually, other than character creation, just go off the summaries, not even have to read the rest of it. Yeah, which is all in one little column, which is nice. And there's a nice, cute picture of a bunch of capybaras in a bath. Yeah, yeah what's the bottom picture? Is that a tofu? lemon? A lemon and sugar a lemon. cubes. Yeah, or lemon squares. I don't know. I would say lemon and... It's a D6. It's a D6. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 That's right. Kind of look like lemon sugar cubes. (laughs) That's kind of what I was going for. Uh, Any other thoughts on the the manual? Uh, I mean, it's got a great picture of adorable capybaras. That's... Mm the highlight for sure but yeah no it's it's really simple and easy to digest for sure yeah i think i read it all in like 10 minutes total with yeah eight and a character so pretty how'd everyone feel about like picking up the rules well besides the fail thing i i got it pretty well everything was pretty simple to follow uh it was just the token thing with the fails i just got confused uh when i read it yeah, it's 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 easy. It's just keeping track of the tokens going back and forth, especially because I got up at one point to go to the bathroom for like a minute, and I think I missed a token switch. I think that's one of the downsides of playing online too, is there's no like physical representation of it. Yeah, if we had like quarters or something to pass. Yeah, through, yeah, that would have been way easier. Also, I found the the both being called tokens was a little confusing. Yeah, I wish I tried to switch to just calling them trust and escalation halfway yeah. through because I was like, oh, this is a token, but that's a token. And if you get too many of these tokens, it's that token. It was like, I wish one was just called, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but, like trust tokens and like escalation stage. Escalation points or something. Or stage, yeah. 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 And I mean, I guess technically, like we said, if you were playing at a table, you would be, you would have like, pennies for to- for trust tokens and then you put a quarter in that's the escalation token you put it in the middle 
You know what I mean? So I guess it translates a little badly to to over the internet like we, we're doing. I mean, I uh, guess for the escalation, we could have just had like a token on the screen that you just approve because there's only three of them. And then yeah. I was popping back and forth like them. But you guys never even got to one. And so I think ease of learning, easy enough, right? The tokens get a little bit complicated because I don't know if I'm personally a fan of meta currency where you're getting this out of game token that kind of becomes separate from the game you're playing and it becomes you know like a secondary mini game that's happening where you're trying to find the best ways to you know game what's happening with these coins that you're trading back and forth. And I think it should have been like, if you offer assistance, you give the token is probably the best way yeah. I should have done that. The, uh, from a, from a player's perspective though, I think like the hardest part to learn other than keeping track of the tokens would just be like, uh, the different, uh, win conditions and like, but obviously like you're going to be, be, some people are going to be better at trader and some people are going to be better at detective just off of right their actual yeah yeah and you know having worked at like a game store and done all kinds of you know board game groups and things like that in the past i can say that one of the single most difficult genres of games to get people to learn how to play well and well enough to enjoy are social deduction games so the bones of the system super simple when you add that social deduction element, it can make things really, really overwhelming to somebody who's not experienced to those types of games. So it uh, reminds me a lot of Secret Hitler. Yeah, I'm really good at Secret I was, Hitler. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. Or yeah. even Werewolf. Right? Yeah, or Werewolf or Lifeboat. Yeah, it's very akin to those. And I really, going into it, I didn't really know it had those win conditions. And that that's a bonus for me. I really like those yeah. it, it roles. Adds, yeah. It adds replay value. Yeah. And it gives you more of a purpose. You know what I mean? On how you're going to play your character. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Personally, Spe huge fan, but very kind of a steep learning curve. Speaking of how you play your character, what do you guys think of the character creation i liked it uh it was simple enough that you could do it quickly but yet there's enough options to at least get yourself a somewhat unique character and i like that you get to just make up your own objective at the end or adjective at the end uh to kind of give your own little flair to them yeah i uh i liked it a lot um but like because so we also played the uh honey heist uh, and uh, which is similar to this, that we just rolled our characters. This one specifically tells you to pick your own adjective, so you have a little bit more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, agency uh, on what your character is going to be. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I also like that fun element of just like rolling your character too. So it just depends on your mood, I guess. You could roll it too. Did they have uh, numbers attached? To no, but they're six. They know, but you I mean, roll yeah, yeah, you could have yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I mean the the biggest thing I had was, oh, which one do I want to play? 
Yeah. I, there were so many good options that I really liked. Like, I, I also liked the corporate one, and I was going to do, like, Savvy and Impressive, or the Jungle one, which was Intimidating and Athletic. Like, I just... Yeah. Like, oh, which yeah, guy do I want to play today? Lots yeah, of can replayability. Make, yeah, you can make tons of different types of characters with relatively small amount of options. That also helps that you get to pick an adjective yeah. at the end. There's also something we didn't get to. I think I might have mentioned it, but if you get an escalation token, right? If you three fails in a row and we escalate, you all get to add another adjective to your capybara yeah. that represents what you learned from the fails that just happened. It's like, like imagine all three of you, like the scene where you're sneaking between the tables. Say we somehow got three back-to-back fails. You guys could all add like a new, and they they could be the same. You could all add sneaking as a new adjective that, as something you've learned from the that grouping of failures. Yeah, yeah, it allows you to add more to your character in the middle of the game, which is cool. Yeah, I agree. For for me, the highlight of the character creation was just how whimsical and like lighthearted it was. Like uh, just like envisioning a capybara and a top hat with a monocle is like freaking hilarious. Yeah. And uh, for me, you know, being a parent, I kind of went in and, and thought of it from that perspective of like, you know, I, I want, you know, to have my children kind of enveloped in nerd culture and, and stuff like that and, and have good imaginations. And this would be like a perfect game to, to do that with because the source, the source material is really, you know, uh, friendly for all age groups and things like that. And it's it can just be really silly and fun. So I like that a lot. I feel like you could even slightly, you could ease up on it a little bit too. If you wanted to play with like a younger audience or make it a little less complicated, you could probably take escalation tokens out, right? And just use trust back and forth and you either fail. You know what I mean? You either win or fail. You don't have to worry about escalating as a yeah. third lose condition if you wanted to make it slightly easier to play with younger kids as well. Yeah, Speak, I agree. Speaking about uh, loose conditions, and we kind of touched on it throughout this, but like the actual mechanics of the game, what did everyone think? The different systems or dice? I got to I gotta stand up right away and say the transferring of the tokens is, and, and everybody's kind of sp- spoken on this too. It's definitely something that is more, is more, um, you know, suited for playing in person. Yeah. Yeah. I felt so, too, like even like, sorry, what, what you said before, Tyler, is it's a little, little metagamey with the trust tokens. Um, so if there's maybe a little bit more other clarification or even one more rule behind it, I felt it would have been a little better. I mean, as far as mechanics, I did like the fact that I, well, I also like games where there's added uh, complexity with like um, psychology and stuff like that, where like we aren't all trying to get the same exact uh, goal. Like, so there's a detective and there's a trader. So we're not all trying to do the same thing. So there could be some people that win and some people that lose. And I'm competitive too, so that also um, ties into that. So I want to win and make other people lose. <laughs> yeah. I think mechanically, 
it was simple enough, right? So it was a success was determined by me of one, two, or three plus being, you know, like average difficult or like really, really hard. And you had to roll a six out of die and all you needed was a four, a five, or a six, and that was a success. So it's so like a 50-50 basically of a success for a single die roll. And then you can with the meta currency kind of get better odds by rolling more die. I don't think I feel like the I mean I guess it's technically pretty close to 50-50 without going into a whole lot of odds there, but I feel like we have way more successes than fails. That's because and, of the trust tokens though, I believe. Yeah. So which isn't bad. Like you don't want to play. I mean, we're not playing like Capybara Souls, where we're trying to make it super hard. So I don't think it's bad. There, there's a lot of successes. So maybe it could be played different, where like I could rolls could have been a little bit more difficult. You know, like oh, I guess you take the liberty of how fantastical is this world? Is it normal that a Capybara is here? Is it? Is it weird that a capybara is here? Is this, is this a wild animal that needs to be captured? Like, you can play that up and change the difficulty and make rolls harder, so there'd probably be more failures. Which I cast the kind of I probably went a little light on the difficulty of some stuff. So, yeah, I mean, if also if you had made the world more difficult, we probably would have made different choices too. You right. Know I mean, so we would have always taken the path of least resistance. You know. Also, so, I feel that. Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna. You can keep going. No, I'm. I'm done. Okay, I would say yeah. one of the a, a con I have with the adjectives is, as cool as they are, I felt sometimes it could leave things. I don't know. Open ended probably isn't the right word for it, but it just felt like we were grasping onto that too hard, and just trying to find excuses to use our adjectives, and I mean, not really coming up with like creative ways to do things. We're just like, how can I insert my adjective to get another dice? And it's like, I'm not saying that's our fault. I'm not saying it's the system's fault. I'm just saying it is something that did happen a lot. Or at least I found myself doing it. So No, I, I agree. And it's not, it's, I don't think it's a fault of the system in yeah. any way. It works great for the character creation. Uh, I definitely think it can be hard sometimes to be like, to not just be like, I want to, I need another dice. How can I, yeah. how can I wordsmith my, my, the words I need into the sentence I'm saying to, to, to leverage for die. And I think the best way to do it is to go with the, you can't use the word of yeah. your thing in the thing you're trying. It's like, you can't describe the word. The word can't be in the definition of the word. You know what I mean? If you can, Give me the thing you're trying to do without saying the word and then go because of this. Then it's like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, but for sneaking, it's kind of hard to be like, I want to go around. I want to quietly move between table to table. Why is that? Because I'm sneaky. Yeah. Like the vigilant thing for me, like, oh, I'll, I'll I'll look out while I I tell you where to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a blanket, like, rule, like, if I was like, I would like to sneak through these tables, like, and you would, yeah, you know, right, I mean? right, right, right. And that's where I think it depends on the word, right? Some of the words are significantly easier yeah. to 
to use than the others. But Well, I think then that leaves us just with our final thoughts. If anybody has anything else to add anyways. No? I think that out of the, I guess this is probably what, our fourth very small game we've played. This has been my favorite in terms of wanting to play it again. Um, I don't know if this was, you know, maybe influenced by some of those other games we played or vice versa. I don't really know, but this one is this one has pushed to the top for me in terms of like the amount of stuff it offers from two pages, the amount of replayability from win conditions. I think honestly not much I would change about the game versus my DMing style of the game. Nine lemons out of ten. Yeah, I think just kind of kind of pick off what you said there is the replayability is key here. Uh just with all the different things. It's you could have so many different scenarios, so many different characters, and so many different types of games and yeah, I think that's great. I don't really have too much more to add than that, other than I'll give it a 9 out of 10 rides on Steve's head. Ride on Steve's head. Right. You missed an opportunity. What? what to ride that? on Steve's head. Yeah, I know. I really wanted to. He I, uh, I was trying to get us there. <laughs> I tried I hard. To, I didn't want to get eaten. <laughs> um. So, I mean, for, for me and... I got to try to be a little objective about it, which is difficult because social deduction games are like my absolute favorite. So you throw a social deduction element into a game for me, uh, the replayability is pretty darn high, you know, different player groups, you see the way that different people kind of manipulate things and it's almost like a little social experiment. Right. So I love that part. Um, and yeah, I think that, um the big downfalls for me were um the i guess the how arduous some of the things were over you know over the internet versus uh, sitting at an actual table i think uh, most of those would have been remedied if uh, we were sitting at an actual table right um but yeah i got to give it i'm going to go with like I'm going to go with eight chewed up hats out of 10. I uh, had the only, the only thing I had was the tokens. Um, I think there should have been a, a reason why you use the tokens, but other than that, I love the game uh, and the replay of value is fantastic. Uh, so I would give it uh, eight and a half scratched eye monocles. Um, yeah, just like everybody else said, the trust tokens I feel like would be better in person. This would be a great party game, uh, like for Thanksgiving or like with your family or uh, just a barbecue or whatever you want to do, like in person. Phenomenal. I would give this a nine out of ten. Uh, 
in person, but over the computer, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 uh, bushfires. <laughs> I think like a, a last minute would be. I'm sure there probably could have been a better way to play it with some sort of some sort of token. Maybe Foundry wasn't the best option. I don't know if maybe like some other virtual tabletop might have had maybe a system for it. Maybe. You know what I mean? So there could be other options out there that we didn't necessarily find. We do everything in Foundry VTT. So maybe there's other stuff out there that we missed yeah. that well, could do it better. My thing is, is we, we know each other pretty well so like being able to determine who the trader is and stuff would be easier for us over the computer than in person but in person you would be able to see people's like facial expressions and stuff so that's why i would give it a higher rating in person because it would be easier it would be harder for the trader to like try and lie and not like look like they're lying you know what i'm saying yeah i gotcha yeah all right well i think that's everybody's thoughts and ratings then so thanks everybody for listening and uh i guess from us we can all now say bye, bye. bye. Peace out.